it's really about the follow-up, right? Um, whether it's a, a sales follow-up or a friendly follow-up. As, you know, I just text people. I send out an email. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, LinkedIn message, Facebook, just, hey, how are you doing? Especially now. I actually think this is the best time to network, right? Because people have a little bit more free time on their hand. Um, and it's, I don't know, people are just in a different space. I'm fortunate that most of my um, family and friends were working from home. Um, so that's a good thing, you know, so my friends are not necessarily stressed, but this is a really good time to connect and um, check on people out of courtesy. Hey, thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Funnel Architects podcast. Today, I am uh, bringing you a connection enthusiast and personal brand expert, Michelle Gomez. How are you hey, doing today, Michelle? Good? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, thanks for coming on today and uh, sharing your networking tips and tricks and secrets and all those things. Uh, we're about to do some networking in the group right now, so it's very timely of you to stop by and um, let us know how to get our network on effectively so we can grow yeah. our business with it. So, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, you're going to tell us who can uh, – you're, you're going to tell us about networking. You're going to tell us about how to leverage it, the do's and the don'ts, and, uh, and on all of those things. Who – is going to benefit most from what we're about to share here? Well, the easy answer is everyone, right? Yeah. <laughs> Should be networking, no. everyone, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, the person that's going to benefit the most is that individual that is ready to create and maintain a valuable relationship and even sell their product or service, right? And that can be tricky depending on the value, the price of your product or service. And uh, we can get into those details, but it's that entrepreneur, it's that professional that's ready to rock and roll. So we're looking at being in it for the long haul. We're looking about maintaining relationships going on. I mean, that's, uh, that's not something that's very easy to do. It's not. It's so, not. so when I go to uh, a networking event, which, I really, if I'm being honest, I try to avoid like the plague. I've forced myself to go to local stuff, right? And um, I, I'm the guy standing there, strange in the corner, while everyone one else pairs off with drinks, and you know I'm not drinking, and I'm just I'm just looking around, going, "What am I doing here?" And uh, <laughs> at best, at best, I'll collect some names, collect some business cards or something, and I'm out, and it's over for me. That's it. So the long-term thing, um, I, I haven't done that yet. So maybe it's not only going to help me, but some others, some other introverts listening who, who may be similar to me as, as well. What makes you qualified to speak on, on network, on networking? I mean, have you just done a lot of networking? I, I know, but I'm just, I'm sort of, you know, <laughs> antagonizing here. What makes you qualified to speak on networking? Michelle? You know, I, I think the first thing, I recognize this late, but I do believe I am blessed with the gift of connection. Mm. And I think I was networking when I didn't realize I was networking. 
right? But when I was starting grad school, that's when I realized I have to put a strategy to this plan, to this well, to this activity of networking, because there was transitions I wanted to make. Um, I was doing corporate finance for about seven years. I wanted to transition into marketing. I was at that point. I was open to either working with someone or starting my company. And so I, I knew I was in this transition and I knew with that transition, I needed a strategy. And that's when I became very strategic <laughs> with my networking, right? So it wasn't, a, it's like, yeah, I was going out to happy hours and coworkers and, you know, general events, but it was just kind of like, oh, it was something to do. And then it's like, no, Michelle, you need to put some attention behind it. And I literally sat down and created a plan and I was like, okay, what, what do you want to do? Who do you need to meet? Where do you need to go? And how much does it cost? And so when I did that, you know, I started moving around. I was meeting more, I don't want to say more qualified people, but when I was meeting people, I knew what to do with that relationship, right? Um, I knew how to communicate the things that I was looking for at that time. And over time, people were looking at me as a networking guru. And I was like, no, I'm just trying to figure this out like you. <laughs> but people had questions. I had answers based off of my experience. And over time, I parlayed that into a book called Network, Navigate, and Nurture. And then the podcast, Networking with Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of just built from there. And here I am talking to you. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen you speaking about networking and, you know, you talked about um, going to grad school. Is that uh, Full Sail University? Yes. That's where we connected. That's where we connected. That's right. I just thought I'd get that in there. We connected <laughs> way back. Um, actually, I did, a, I did a little bit of work for you, I think, back in 2015 or so. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, so that's the thing, right? I mean, that we connected um, mm -hmm. online through our school, Facebook yep. or whatever. Um, and courtesy of Facebook, we've been able to obviously do some work together and then build this relationship uh, five years later. Yeah. Yeah. And then you knew somebody that I worked for over in, uh, in Lawrenceville, I believe, mm -hmm. Tyler. Mm -hmm um of uh create plan and do yeah yeah and so yeah so this isn't just about collecting business cards and making a little rolodex right you talked about how you had a plan you had a plan you sat down or, or at least you start you began to plan what are you going to do how are you going to leverage these connections it's not just about bumping into people you know when does the money start to come kind of thing right Right. And, you know, whether this is a physical face-to-face -face event or these virtual events, which is, you know, flooding our timelines at this point, the same principles matter. Mm. And I, I asked myself, it's like, okay, Michelle, what's the objective? You know, and at that time it was like, okay, get a marketing job or start your marketing business. Um, two, who do I need to meet? Right. I need to meet marketing professionals. Um, and I'm going to focus more on the entrepreneur side, but I need to meet business owners that have been in business at least seven to 10 years or more that are struggling with social media. 
right? Because at that time, um, businesses, the business pages, particularly on Facebook, it was still new, right? And I realized business owners that were like over the age of 40, 45, which sounds it was old when I was younger, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, be careful now because... That age sounded really old when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, it's the new young. 40 is the new 20 right now. Right, but now that I'm getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I really had to break down what we know is our target audience. And then, you know, I had to go fishing for that. And when I knew the type of people I wanted to meet from there, I was able to select the type of events I wanted to go to. That makes a lot of sense. So kind of planning out your question you asked, who do I need to meet? Who do I need to meet? What kind of people are supposed to be in my circle? What kind of connections am I supposed to have uh, to have the job or the business uh, that, I, that I want to be able to create for myself? Right. So you wrote the book on this, uh, on, on uh, networking, right? And, and I guess um, there's probably a layout within this book that uh, people could utilize for themselves in order to um, network in a way that's going to help them grow their business? Yeah, so the book is called Network, Navigate, and Nurture. And networking is, is broken down into three parts. Networking, it's like, what is networking, right? Defining networking. Um, navigate is navigating the professional maze and navigating the digital space, right? So once again, where are you going to go to meet these people? What events, virtual events, do you need to attend in order for you to come in contact with this individual? Whether it's your ideal client, um, a competitor maybe, because um, you can create a referral network through a competitor. So who do I need to meet? And then it was also navigating the digital space. How do I leverage these tools, social media, put a lot of emphasis on LinkedIn in order for me to find these professionals, these decision makers in order for me to make some money. And then the last part was nurture. How do I nurture this relationship, right? And that's where the, the tricky part is because a lot of people go out and network and we we're meeting a whole bunch of people and we're collecting business cards but we're not taking time to nurture that relationship and one thing i have to put a lot of emphasis on um i kind of said this earlier so for example if my book is ten dollars and i come across you and i'm like hey chris can you buy my book it's ten dollars you'll probably be like oh okay because what's ten dollars right but if i say hey chris um, this book is $1,000 or <laughs> my consultation is $1,000, you're going to be like, I don't know you, right? <laughs> like, I, I don't know you well enough to give you $1,000. And that's really where the nurturing comes into. You have to build relationships with people in order for them to earn their money. And, you know, and the trust factor is really low when you have a $10 product, um, and then it grows into a $500 product, into a $10,000 partnership. And we just have to be very mindful of that as we explore entrepreneurship. Right, so this sounds you know, a lot like uh, building rapport in a sales conversation, right? Getting someone to know yeah. you and uh, you know, hopefully like you a little bit and trust you a little bit. 
And um, so this, this is done over time. This is done with the following up. So, you know, what is the problem with uh, the way I guess most people do it or the way that I would do it? These, um, you know, collecting some business cards and, and holding on to it. How do we go beyond that? Right. Um, I guess, I guess those are the, um, those are the things that come to front of mind. Are there any other mistakes that, that people make when they're networking? Well, one thing I would, I would always tell people when you do connect with a person, um, depending on how you meet them, ask them like, Hey, are you on LinkedIn or Hey, what's your favorite social media platform? What's the best way I can connect with you online? Right. And then I prefer LinkedIn because I look at LinkedIn as the electronic Rolodex. So if someone comes up to me and like, hey, Michelle, I'm looking for um, a funnel expert. Of course, I have Facebook. I have you, right? But if I go to LinkedIn, I know when I type in funnel expert, it's based off of a professional title, there's going to be a list of people that are going to come up. And you can't necessarily get that on Facebook. So I always say leverage LinkedIn, leverage the social media platform. These platforms do a great job reminding you of people's work anniversaries, birthdays. And that's the thing, right? When you start seeing these things like, hey, congratulations, or just commenting on posts helps you stay on top of mind. That way, when you do need to have a conversation or go for the ask, that rapport has still been building. It may not have been 100% professional, but at least I know you're engaged with me. So when you do reach out, it's not a problem. Right. It's better than cold, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so uh, what, are, what are some of these things that, that people should do instead? You already mentioned, you know, leveraging something like LinkedIn, which will help you and prompt you to, uh, with these reminders, just excuses really to reach out and stay connected, right? And it's a, it's a searchable database of people who mm-hmm. can help in, in, certain, um, in certain times or you, you might need to call upon them. Um, what other things should, should people do in order to be a great networker? It's really about the follow-up, right? Um, whether it's a, a sales follow-up or a friendly follow-up as, you know, I just text people, I send out an email, Hey, how are you doing? Uh, LinkedIn message, Facebook, just, Hey, how are you doing? Especially now, I actually think this is the best time to network, right? Because people have a little bit more free time on their hand. Um, and it's, I don't know, people are just in a different space. I'm fortunate that most of my uh, family and friends were working from home. Um, so that's good thing, you know, so my friends are not necessarily stressed, but this is a really good time to connect and um, check on people out of courtesy right and i think when you build that rapport gary v says it best in his book crush it you know never forget chapter nine it just says care and that's what it really comes down to um and now if you're doing sales in a big corporation that's a little bit different um but as a small business owner i think it's very important to care about people and of course your clients and potential clients yeah, I've also heard other statements to the effect of, you know, your your income is going to be proportionate to or determined by uh, the number of people that you're helping as well. And so it's a good mindset to have, I think, in general. 
Um, so you, you talked about people being home now and being more available. I, I'm definitely not more available. I am working, but now my kids and wife are home. <laughs> and uh, I'm, you know, even as I record this, like I'm, I'm stuck in some secluded part of the house, uh, trying to get away, trying to get some stuff, <laughs> trying to get some stuff done. Um, but you're right. There are a lot of people who are available. Um, and also a lot of the opportunity for networking has shifted from, you know, oh, I can't go to this after hours event or, uh, or this, um, you know, this summit over here or, or that conference over there. Instead, I can use my computer. That's about, that's about all I can do. So in our group, in the funnel architects group, we're about to do some, um, some networking and this is uh, going to be some speed networking where it's going to match. Uh, it's going to take everybody in the group, uh, whoever signed up, and it's going to match one-on-one. Um, and your camera is going to be on and your mic's going to be on. Their camera is going to be on and the mic's going to be on. And we'll have some prompts. It'll ask you some questions. Um, I think I still have to write those, actually. There's some, there's some ones. <laughs> There's some that are built in, right? Like, um, you know, what's your superpower or something like that. And there's different uh, things you can, um, different categories that you can choose from to, to have those prompts up. And I think you, you can set it for like five minutes, 10 minutes. And then when you're done, it'll, it'll rotate out and you'll get something else. You were telling me before, you've done something like that in person, right? Yes, I've done two speed networking events. Yep, and you, just as a participant, Yes. Yes. How did that, uh, how did that go? Did you find it beneficial? Do you think these types of things are helpful? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do think they're extremely beneficial just because a lot of people have a hard time on how to get started, you know, how to approach someone, how to start a conversation. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing a, when you're doing a one-on-one speed networking and you have that timer it, you know you have to jump in and you have that opportunity to jump out, right? Mm. Because most people have a problem starting the conversation and then ending the conversation, right? It's always that awkwardness in the beginning and the end. So with speed networking, it's like, okay, I know I have a minute. Hi, my name is da-da-da. You say your name and we probably have 10 minutes of dead silence and it's on to the next, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> So right. it makes it easy, or even if it's a little bit longer, you're kind of able to get out those initial questions. What do you do? Who do you work for? What kind of clients? You know, those early inquiry questions, I, I like to call them. Um, and then I've also done a group, speed networking, where we had, they put five people in a group. So we had five minutes and then we kind of shifted and I've done it two different ways actually, where you can either have um, an icebreaker question that each person has to answer. And then I've also done it in a way that um, you have to provide your elevator pitch, right? So yeah. that is if you do the elevator pitch, each person should do it for one minute. And then, you know, you have five minutes and then some people will move on, some people will stay. Now, I do have a bad story about the group speed networking event. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, because I remember, you know, I was the person that was kind of rotating. However, they had it set up. I was rotating. 
And um, this one guy literally took the whole five minutes to do his elevator pitch. Mm. And everyone in the group was frustrated. We were giving each other those looks. Did not make a good impression. (laughs) (laughs) He was long-winded. No one was able to stop him. We could know what else went. And we ended up just exchanging cards with each other. And it's like, at that time, it's like, okay, thank you. But once again, you know, <laughs> it's like I call you like, hey, I was at that speed networking event, but we didn't have a chance to introduce ourselves because the other person took too long. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was just weird. But um, it can be done effectively. <laughs> So he made it about him, which I guess uh, he took everyone else's time. So it was obvious that he didn't care about everybody else, right? So yeah. I'm, guessing, I'm guessing he didn't make a lot of positive connections out of that. I don't think he made any new friends that day. <laughs> yeah, right. No friends. Uh, so, um, okay, this is, this is good. So any recommendations that you would make for... Um, uh, maybe let, let's just take this example of the speed networking thing coming up tomorrow. And in fact, um, I have a, a, a summit, an online summit coming up in September. And this oh. speed, ne- speed networking thing is uh, is a part of that summit as well. Um, same thing, cameras, mics on, match person to person. That whole thing will go for about 30 minutes. Um, not everybody will get to talk, but um, get to talk to a lot of people and if you uh, if you want to connect with somebody, there'll be just a single button there that you push, and uh, and you'll be connected. I think um, I think it'll drop you both an email or something like that. But uh, but yeah, so that that should be good. Any tips for um, the community here or anybody going to any kind of a uh, event like that that they could um, they could leverage it a bit further? I mean, what if you're camera shy? What if you what if there aren't any prompts? What if you know, what if you don't have a superpower, you don't know how to answer the question, how, how do you handle these kinds of things? Oh, man, so much. I would definitely <laughs> say the first thing is to relax, have okay. fun. Um, and also, you know, of course, be mindful of your time. Um, mm-hmm. The time you're utilizing to speak, right? Don't take the whole five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's not about you. You know, you're trying to get to know someone else as well. Um, even if we're not dating, I'm still trying to get to know you. <laughs> Just be mindful of that. Um, and then, especially with, because I'm a podcaster, so yeah. this is with the ladies and maybe guys with watches, but also be mindful of uh, what you're wearing. If you have any bracelets that's dangling, because that messes up with the noise. Mm. Um so I would I always tell um, my guests, I'm a guest today, but I would always tell my guests to be mindful of that because um, the the dangling of the bracelet or the watch clanking up against your desk or your clothes, the microphone, if you talk with your hands, that can be very annoying on the other end. And then just follow up, you know, really follow up, like connect online. Uh, follow up with someone, become engaging, right? So just like you need to be engaging in conversation, you still need to be engaging online, right? And I'm not saying comment on every single post, but yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was just like, hey, I'm you know I'm still here because um, once again, you don't want to go cold. You don't want to connect with someone, go cold, and then have this big ask. And I, I think that's why a lot of people don't do well when it comes to selling items. You know, it's like, I haven't heard from you in a while. 
and then you come out under the rock and it's like, hey, buy my book, $20, buy my course, $500. And right. I'm like, there hasn't been any content <laughs> leading up to the sale. Yeah. What do you think about the, I mean, people reach out on LinkedIn all the time. They might say happy birthday, congratulations on this and that. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. I, and I still feel like you're, you're only talking to me so that you could possibly sell me something. Yeah. I mean, there's that too. Um, there's that too. And I yeah. mean, I got a LinkedIn connection this week. It's like, Hey, you probably hate when people come out right with the sale. Well, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> yeah. Blase, blase. But then the sale is like the last sentence of your introduction or whatever. Right. But, right. <laughs> you know, everyone is different. Um, and I, look, at the end of the day, I know everyone means well, right? And mm. if I really have the need, I will definitely fight back, right? Thanks for reaching out. Um, I do try to respond to people in general. Thanks for reaching out, but I'm not interested. Or I may inquire. Because um, at yeah. the end of the day, we're all trying to, you know, put a roof over our head, some clothes on our back, and some food on our table. Yeah. 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 So um, how are you able to help listeners right now? If they want to become better at networking, you mentioned that um, uh, this book that you have, which is not only about networking, but um, where can they find your book? How can, how else can you help them? Yes. So everything's on my website, Michelle Gomez, com. I do have my book, Network Navigator Nurture. It's also available on Amazon. I have a LinkedIn course that really helps you create a solid profile. Um, because going back to reaching out to people, and I do believe people have gotten a lot better, but before I would hate when people reach out to me and there's like no details on their profile. Mm, and right. once again, it's like you want me to jump in this sales pipeline with you and I have no exactly... I don't know what you do. Right. I don't know the name of your company. I don't have details. <laughs> like what? you're reaching out to me, but now I have to turn around and do homework on you from the bare minimum. Um, so I do believe you have to have a detailed profile if you're going to really target people on LinkedIn. So I teach people how to do that mm -hmm. um, through my course or um, consultation. Um, but yeah, I, I am all things marketing. I love talking about marketing. I love doing marketing. I'm blessed to be in a position where everything I do is marketing. It's a big um, thing. <laughs> <laughs> really, once, you get, it, once you start going down the rabbit hole, that's it. It's, it's, Don't come back out. <laughs> it's like a long problem solving equation or something. It's yeah. Just, mm -hmm. Something that always bring you back in. and uh, But yeah, but that's so... You have, um, you have the LinkedIn course on your website. You have the you have the book. I think you have a couple free downloads on your website as well. Um, yeah. Use consultations uh, about about networking, about marketing and strategy. Um, is there anything else that I should have asked you today that we just sort of overlooked in my own selfish needs to talk about speed networking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I want everyone to understand that networking is a skill. So with any skill you have to develop it over time so you will get better and just remember that your relationships that is social currency you know yeah so the people that you meet today they will serve you better tomorrow 
Yeah, and it's, I, I guess you know what you said about currency, right? It's a, it's like your reputation. It's it's not just like going running through people as fast as you can to collect names and make a sales pitch and you know hit the right numbers. You, your your reputation, your currency is taking a nosedive if you if you approach it that way. And and then you still you still want to have a quality product. You want to do quality work, right? Okay. So now that you got the sale, you know, or the relationship, like, what are you going to do to keep me, right? Because I would hate to give you this $5,000, but then the work is not good. Like, you're messing up referral, mm. you're messing up repeat service. Um, mm. So just be mindful of that. It, it really is about social currency and not just the sale. I think lots of times we think about the immediate, especially now, right? This is the end of the month. We got to pay rent. <laughs> you know, it's, like it's a new month. It's like, I need money now. And you do, we all do. But at the same time, the $5,000 sale you get today can lead to a six-figure deal two, three years down the line because you just don't know how people are going to grow in their career. Yeah, that reputation, the networking part doesn't, end when you finally right. sale either right i mean it, it I, I think that's what we're that's what we're saying here you know i heard somebody um drop a i, I don't know if it was a a pro tip or whatever <laughs> whatever you want to call it when when you do land a sale big or small right then go above and beyond and do something almost like you like you held something back instead of we all we all look for ways to be compelling with our offers and get somebody on the hook and get somebody to give us their money but if there's something really good that you can just hold back and not even mention it until after they become a customer so they're getting what they pay for you deliver you do good work but then you also are able to deliver this other thing which was not about just some some promise you made to give them money it's it's just an extra step, I think, um, to to show that you care, that you go above and beyond. I think that could be a good reputation booster as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I have to remember that. I have to remember that one myself. I just kind of, just in speaking with you, these networking things just uh, popped up from <laughs> popped up from. I don't even know if that's a networking thing, but just popped up uh, from uh, memory. Reputation, brand. I mean, it all it all ties together. Um, oh yeah, it does. I appreciate you so much for uh, jumping on, having this chat, having this chat, and uh, giving us some networking tips so uh, myself and my group can all jump in um, tomorrow on the speed networking thing, and in the in the future at the summit, and we jump in and do some more uh, networking. I'm constantly looking for new ways to, you know, us get the community talking and chatting because sometimes it's just a simple Facebook groups, not a, you know, it's not going to cut it. You're tired of seeing the same thing. Sometimes you're just tired of being on Facebook. I'm not on LinkedIn too much. I have a profile there. I've got the 700 plus, you know, connections. I don't know how many there really are, but I, I, honestly, <laughs> I don't do much. I don't, I don't do much there. I think if you look at it, you could probably tell it's me <laughs> and you could probably tell somewhat what I do, whatever, whatever the latest iteration of, uh, what I do was the last time I was on there. Um, I think it changes. Change the marketing world moves so fast. It's like dog years. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's changing. So keep your profiles up to date. That'll be 
that'd be another pro tip on here. But thanks again, Michelle. Um, and uh, yeah, go to uh, her website, michellegome.com. Please look at uh, the, the title of wherever you're listening to this because you are not going to be able to guess how to spell the last name on your own. So please go take a look at that. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks again, Michelle. Have a good one. Hey, Funnel Architects podcast listeners, I want to draw your attention to our upcoming virtual event, Funnel Architects Summit. And you can go to FunnelArchitectsSummit.com to find out more information about this upcoming virtual event. We will have live speakers and workshops, networking, a virtual expo with booths. We're going to have a bunch of great deals there. All of your favorite blueprinting software will be there uh, being represented. Lots to learn about from copywriting to sales to growing a business fast. Uh, Even the legal stuff like terms, conditions, policies, trademark law, SMS legalities. It's all going to be there. Just go to FunnelArchitectSummit.com. Get on the waiting list so that you can register for the event. I know it's a ways away, but there's lots happening even on that list as we lead up to the event that you're not going to want to miss out on. Again, that's FunnelArchitectSummit.com, and I'll see you there.